The country I just returned home from is the happiest country in the world. I'm talking about Finland. I went to Helsinki, Finland, really because I've heard so much about this country being the happiest on the planet, at least the last five of seven years. And it's hard to understand because they have long, dark winters. It's cold in Finland. Helsinki, Finland is on the same northern latitude as Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, in the summer, it's beautiful weather. And yeah, light until one in the morning. And yeah, it's clean. And yeah, it's organized. And yeah, I saw a lot of people smiling and walking outside with their dogs and sitting in parks, drinking coffee and sitting at cafes and socializing. But the happiest country on the world? I don't know. It's close, but I don't know about the happiest. And that's my perception. A couple things about Finland that are pretty interesting. There's 187,888 lakes in Finland. I think that's a lot. I saw probably 50 of them. Finns are the world's largest and biggest coffee drinkers in the world. They drink a lot of coffee. Everywhere you look, there's a coffee shop. Everywhere you look, there's a coffee shop. And they even have Starbucks, where I was lucky enough to get my mug. The Finnish language is totally different than any other language on the planet. It doesn't come from anywhere. Matter of fact, there's only five languages, and if I can remember them correctly, that our tour guide said was Finnish, Estonian, Hungarian, and I can't remember the last two. They don't fall into any other category. It's a weird-sounding language. At times, it almost sounded like I heard Asian, Chinese, Thai, and other Arabic. So it was like a combination of everything. I don't know. All Finns learn Swedish in secondary school. Really, Finland was part of Sweden. I mean, there were as many Swedish flags flying in Helsinki as there were Finnish flags. I thought that was kind of interesting. Almost half of Finland's foreign population live in Helsinki. And Helsinki... In 2020, there were only just over 100 or 423,000 people. So you have another uh, 209,000 that live in the greater Helsinki region. Not a really big town, the capital of Finland, but yet it's huge. Buildings everywhere, construction everywhere. Um, public transportation, those streetcars on rails, Everywhere for, I mean, a huge trade station, huge airport for a city that's really not that big. Um, so Finland's population is only slightly bigger than Norway. Um, but it really is interesting. And I'm going to try to highlight some of the reasons why I can see how they would get to be the happiest. And then maybe some of the things that you know, if I was Finnish or I moved to Finland, 
that I might have to say I'd rather be somewhere else. But overall, what a great place, uh, a safe place, a clean and organized place, a very friendly place. You have to go to Finland if you have a chance. Oh yeah, it's expensive. I have to talk about the saunas in Finland. Well, they're actually called sauna, not sauna, the sauna. They're everywhere like coffee shops. They're everywhere in every building. I think every home, every hotel, every, every place you go, there's a sauna. There's even a sauna on the Ferris wheel downtown Helsinki. I took a video of that and put that on YouTube. It's a Ferris wheel, fairly high, and they have all the different cars on them, and one is a VIP, I guess you can drink champagne, and the other is made out of oak with no windows, and that's a sauna. You can rent it for one hour for 250 euros. That's pretty expensive to sit in a hot room, going around and around, really, and you can't see out. So they're everywhere. I stayed in a hotel that had a sauna in Helsinki, and I stayed in a hotel in Estonia, I think it was called the Ramada Blue, the whole fourth floor. The whole fourth floor was a gym and a sauna. Now they had a pool and a hot tub and a steam room and saunas everywhere. And it's culture in Finland to use the sauna every day, multiple times a day, really relaxing. And it really is the fix for anybody that has sleeping problems. I can tell you the week I was in Finland and Estonia after doing the sauna, I don't remember hitting the pillow. You fall right asleep and they're hot. I mean, they are hot. If you breathe in real hard, you feel your lungs burning. My eyes were burning, but in a way, it felt really good. Now, I could only stay in there for no more than 10 minutes at a time before I'd have to cool off and then go back in. I saw people sitting in there for 30 minutes. I don't know how, I guess that's something you gotta get used to. But saunas are a major culture in Finland. Uh, kids use them, adults use them, old elderly people use them just like the coffee culture, number one in terms of most coffee drank per individual. Well, I don't know how many cups, like eight a day. They live on coffee. So anyway, go to Finland and try out the sauna. Gotta talk about the food that I saw in Finland, and I wasn't a huge fan. Number one, I'm not a big fish eater. And um, just like coffee, there's salmon everywhere at every restaurant. Salmon, salmon, salmon. And yeah, it looks great, but I don't like it. A lot of seafood, raw salmon, tuna, a lot of different fish. So if you like fish, yeah, Finland might be a place you want to go to, but I'm not a big fish eater. Uh, the Finns absolutely love to drink milk. 
I think what I heard was 35 gallons of milk a year, making Finland the world's highest milk-consuming nation. Just like coffee, they hold the record for drinking the most milk. Um, and, you know, my last night, I was with a group, and um, they served what I definitely did not want, nor did I try, and that was reindeer, elk, and bear sausage. The bear sausage looked exactly like the pepperoni that I get on pizza, but for some reason, I would not try it. And I think in a way, uh, the lady that ran this restaurant, I offended her by not even trying the elk or the reindeer. She understood the bear. Uh, but the people that I was with, they swore that it tasted just like pepperoni. It wasn't for me. Um, one of the places that you'll notice in Finland that's all over is Burger King. Burger King is everywhere. They had a Burger King on the ship that took us from Finland to Estonia. There's a Burger King in hotels. There's even Burger Kings in libraries. And in one of the Burger Kings, our tour guide said there was a sauna. A sauna in a Burger King. I don't know who got the contract with Finland, but for every McDonald's you see, you'll find 10 Burger Kings in Finland. Two other facts that I learned on having traveled to Finland is that Finland is Europe's prison break capital. Um, the system makes it real easy, apparently, for prisoners to escape. Finland's prisoners have an escape rate of 1,084 per 10,000 inmates, which is the highest in Europe. That's incredible. I mean, I never would have thought. It's real easy to escape prison in Finland. Maybe they don't even lock the doors. I don't know. Finland also celebrates something called a day for failure. Every year on the 13th of October, the day is celebrated to allow people to open up about their problems in life and gather encouragement from society and others who have suffered similar fates but still managed to have persevered. That was kind of interesting. Society certainly watches out for everybody in this place. Finland is definitely a place that you need to put on your bucket list. Just the, the sights and how blue the sky is in the summer and the lakes and the Baltic seashore and the downtown with the festivals and the Ferris wheel and the beautiful churches that overlook the city and the, the streetcars just a uh, streetcars everywhere on these brick roads with all these beautiful streetcars makes it real easy to hop on, hop off, get around Helsinki. And really a town of 450,000 people look much bigger than that. Beautiful train station, huge. Restaurants and cafes everywhere. 
It's expensive, but it's well worth a trip. I finally, um, after what, four days? Headed over to Estonia, a place that used to be Tallinn, Estonia, the country of Estonia, small, used to be part of the Soviet Union. <clears throat> Boy, have they changed. I took a ship, two-hour ride from Helsinki to Tallinn over the Baltic Sea in a very large ferry that held 200 buses, maybe 70,000 people, it's 12 stories tall, and yeah, had a Burger King and other restaurants and cafes, had a grocery store, had an upper deck, lower deck, front, back, people sitting out, bars everywhere, great Wi-Fi, a lounge, um, and you could get a, a cabin. I don't know what the cost was if you wanted to take a nap or whatever, but it was comfortable enough where I sat. And in two hours, you make it from Finland to Estonia. Beautiful islands, barrier islands, both in the Finland shore and when you get to Estonia. And this boat was really impressive. It reminded me of the one that I took from Ireland to Wales, but twice as big. And um, on the way there to Finland, I put my computer away and said, you know what, I'm just going to sit back and watch the scenery and enjoy the scenery. Didn't even look at my laptop. That's not true on the way back to Finland. I worked the whole time, caught up on email, because the Wi-Fi was so good. I just caught up. But going there, I just relaxed. And the two hours seemed like a long two hours until you start seeing the shores of Estonia. And um, we disembarked uh, on the, um, the ferry ramp and um, walked outside. And not only was the weather 10 times better, because in Finland it was, it was sunny and cloudy and windy and I don't know, a little bit of rain here and there and cold, but not in Estonia. It was a 76, beautiful, no wind, clear blue skies. Seemed like I was a thousand miles away or a thousand miles south. And I walked out of the ferry station and just saw these beautiful red buildings, you know, with the red roofs and the, and the steeples and the different churches. And then in the background, you could see the new skyscrapers, the newer part of Estonia, all built up. And it just felt like I was so far away from Finland, but I was only two hours. And remember, in 1991, Estonia was part of the Soviet Union. And it kind of reminded me of being in Prague, but a lot smaller. Absolutely beautiful place. And again, clean, safe, easy to get around. And a big difference between Estonia and Finland is Estonia is a lot cheaper. A lot of the Finns go over for shopping and a lot of the Estonians go over just to experience Finnish culture and restaurants. But a lot cheaper in Finland, or a lot cheaper in Estonia, by far. known Estonia was so beautiful. I didn't. 
I mean, I heard of Estonia, I heard of Tallinn, I knew it was nice, but it is really pristine, easy to get around, and as clean as Finland or Iceland. Absolutely beautiful. Estonia is a country with over 2,000 islands and unbelievably uncrowded with green spaces and parks and lakes everywhere. I did a hike through this beautiful national forest about halfway between Tallinn, Estonia, and the Russian border. And it had this like river boardwalk, real about a foot and a half wide, over swampy waters with beautiful green grass and blue lakes. And um, I guess they're amber trees. Amber is 90% of all the amber comes from Estonia. So, and if you walk around Estonia, you're going to see amber shops everywhere. Really, really beautiful, but really uncrowded and wide open. They have the cleanest air or one of the cleanest air qualities in the world. Um, water is pristine. You can, in these lakes, you can just see to the bottom. Just a really great, great country. Estonia has two UNESCO World Heritage Sites. Online voting, 100% online voting happens in Estonia. They are number one in the world for internet technology. They have Wi-Fi everywhere. I think they overtook Korea for the fastest Wi-Fi. It's where all the dot-com companies are launched now. Anything technology-wise is in Estonia. Talon, Skype was invented in Estonia. So you don't need a Verizon or um, AT&T or T-Mobile uh, plan. You just use the Wi-Fi wherever you go. You can use Skype or WhatsApp or FaceTime. Makes it real, real convenient. Um, learn that Estonia is very, very non-religious. They had a couple churches, but only 16%, they said, of Estonians say religion has an impact on their lives. So not a very religious country. Um, no mountains, no hills. I mean, a couple small hills I saw. But very, very flat. Easy to walk, easy to hike. Yet they have the tallest or some of the tallest people in the world are from Estonia. So I thought that was interesting. But walking around the city, the old town, forget the new town, the new town, beautiful skyscrapers and hotels and all this glass and beautiful architecture. And then the suburbs, you know, are, are packed with things you see here, stores and wide roads and houses and apartments and condos. But Old Town is surrounded by a medieval gate. And most of the Old Town, the streets are cobblestone. So, um, you know, bring the right walking shoes. Seen some people walking in high heels, leaving a bar or a pub. Good luck. But just a mini Prague. Um, super safe, pubs everywhere, restaurants everywhere, international restaurants everywhere, um, locals dressed up, I mean, you know, sport coat, jacket, even when it was hot, 
It's just a great place and so much cheaper than Finland. Now, I learned that the two countries just below Estonia, Lithuania and Latvia, are also known for things, while Estonia is known as the number one place for technology and Wi-Fi and internet. Latvia is known for its drone-making capabilities, and Lithuania is known for its laser technology. No wonder Putin wants these three former Soviet Baltic states back under his command. And they're vulnerable. They're just sitting there. Now, all three are part of NATO, but they're just sitting there. And in talking to some of the locals, uh, including a Russian couple, it's a matter of time right now. I hope not. I, I really hope not. I have been to the Ukraine, but I have been to Estonia, and I got a pretty clear picture of how beautiful and everything looks, how organized it is. I'd hate to see on the news bombs hitting Tallinn, Estonia. I'm definitely going to make it to the other two Baltic states. I mean, Latvia, Lithuania, online look as beautiful, if not more beautiful, than Estonia. So you got to go to Estonia. You got to go to Finland. It's a real easy skip over the Baltic Sea on a ferry, two hours. You can see two countries. Once you get to Estonia, you can take a short train ride down to Lithuania, Latvia, and then you've hit the three Baltic countries. Really beautiful. So just happy I went, happy I got there. At least got to see it before anything happens negatively with Finland joining NATO along with Sweden. Their neighbor to the West, Norway's already part of NATO, but any time you're going to see Finland and Sweden part of NATO. Estonia's already been since, I think, 2012, maybe 2009, I'm not sure. But they're right on the Russian border, and things in Ukraine aren't going well. So fingers crossed this gets resolved before any more territory, including Finland and Estonia get overrun by Mr. Putin, Comrade Putin, let's just call him that. Love Estonia, absolutely love it. I can't believe that the summer of 2022 is over. Feels like I just walked out on May 8th and said, we got the whole summer. It was a quick summer, but school starts in one week on the 15th of August. Next year, I'm leading three trips for Wake Tech. One is in mid-May, that's to Greece, Italy. I've never been to Greece. Two countries that are top of the tourism list. And right now we have nine people on this trip. I expect about 15, it's gonna be a great trip, nine days. We got a great, great deal on this trip, lots included. And so our Greece-Italy trip is the 12th of May, 2023. No class associated with it, just touring, and it's going to be great. Then towards the end of May, May 27th, it is our Salzburg summer study abroad. Two weeks, 
We have four classes this year, My Business 137, Principles of Management, and INT 110, International Business. We're also uh, teaching Accounting 121, that's taught by Chuck Powell. And then we have our brand new instructor, Dr. Rebecca Berry, who will be doing a class on world history. Um, so a lot of classes, we'll have 30 plus and Salzburg is always, always an interesting and life-changing trip. So that comes up May 27th, back on the 11th of June. And then uh, our Australia-New Zealand trip, which has been pushed back many years due to COVID. We leave on the 21st of June. We have 15 people. We're going down under. Includes both New Zealand and Australia, Auckland, New Zealand, and Sydney. And we'll be down there nine days. Long flight, but well worth it. So three trips next year. If you are interested in any of those three, contact me at jrmyers at waketech.edu or 919-532-5629.